Welcome back to Growing in His Word. God bless you guys. Wow, what an amazing time we're going to have. Last week, Paul was in the tempest. You know, people were panicking, and uh, Paul was telling them, you got to get your ship together. Yeah, that's S-H-I-P, man. I got a lot of emails on that one. But listen, we believers need to understand that God has got plans for us when we're in a tempest, when we're in trouble, when we're going through things. God wants us to accomplish His goals. And that's what Paul was doing. He was on a mission. He just got released, okay, from Felix. He was on trial. He's always been on trial, man. It seems like Paul is always on trial. But listen, man, last week was radical because now we're going to move on to something even more radical. But let's pray. Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. We just ask that you bless it in your name, Jesus. Let me uh, decrease while you increase, Lord Jesus. Amen. Bokertov, that means good morning, Bokertov, and Shalom from uh, Growing in His Word. God bless you guys, man. Listen, Paul was an amazing, amazing person, but his warnings were ignored. And we talked about that last week, how he was telling his, the sailors that it wasn't smart to, to be disobedient and go places where they didn't need to go. And as believers, I was talking about how we believers need to need to be on fire, man, and we need to understand that God's will in our life is is always ready and available. All we got to do is receive it and go on. And last week they were throwing their cargo over, man, when the ship was getting pounded in the tempest. They were tripping out. They were they were they were scared. <laughs> Paul was Paul's used to being persecuted and beat down and going through the weather, but we go through it, believers. We go through the weather, man. We go through the storms, but we got to keep going forward. And that's what Paul is saying. Listen, the voyage to Rome has begun, and Paul's is on a mission. And now we're going to get into chapter 27, verse 27, where we left off last week. And what an amazing time we're going to have. Believe me. Praise the Lord. Listen. Paul now is saying, listen to me. We're going to hit the ground, man. We're going to hit it hard. <laughs> we're in the, we're going to hit these rocks, man. We're going to, we're, we don't know, man. This is where verse 25 says in Acts 27, Therefore, take heart, men, for I believe, God, that it will be just as it was told me. However, we must run aground on a certain island. Now we're getting to the point where Paul is saying, look. Now I know why there's a storm. Now I know why there's issues. Now I know why. Because God has a plan for him to hit this island of Malta. And boy, are we going to love this island. Listen, this is crazy, man, because God is going to show some radical miracles. Paul was radical. He was a murderer. He was evil. He was Saul of Tarsus. He was, he was radical. He was stuck in Judaism. Believe me, I know how that feels. Judaism is a beautiful religion, but you can't work your way. Paul was the king of persecutors. He was always on top, ready to go, ready to find the Gentiles, ready to do the action, ready to go to the member of the Sanhedrin and take orders. In fact, he had orders from the whole Sanhedrin that he wanted to go find the Christians and get them. And God stopped him in his tracks because God had a plan for Paul. Shaul. And even in Israel, we have a town called Shaul, Saul. 
outside of Jerusalem. A lot of believers don't, they don't know they're on that bus going downtown. You look to your right and there's that town, Saul. We've, it's there. <laughs> I saw it myself. <laughs> I saw it. But God changed them. And God changed them because God loved them. And God, God wanted to show His mercy to Paul. And that's the whole issue here. Listen, believers. Love really covers a multitude of sins, man. It really does. I mean, you know, last week I was on a guy named Tom Hughes' program. And, you know, there were some people listening. And the guy, they were like, they made some comments. My friend's like, hey, man, they, they said you got to get your teeth whitened. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I care. Listen, the guy is hyper. I'm a Jew. What do you want me to do? Besides all that, I drink a bowl whole thing of Turkish coffee. But that's not the point. The point is, there's going to be haters. They always want something nasty to say. But Jesus says, be loving. Are you really showing the fruit of the Holy Spirit? Don't love in the world. or Love. Love one another for love is from God. And whoever loves has been born of God and knows God. 1 John 4, 7. A lot of believers... You need to understand that Paul is on a ship and he's on a mission. And he's on a mission for Jesus Christ. He's not on a mission for man. He's on a mission to prove to God that he's obedient. And this is what Christ wants us to be. He desires obedience, Jesus Christ does. He doesn't want us to uh, go around complaining all the day, all, all the time. I mean, it's boring. But these guys are going to run an island now. They're going to hit the ground on a certain island because verse 27 says, Now when the 14th night had come, as we were driven up and down the Adriatic Sea, about midnight, the sailors sensed that they were drawing near some, some land. Listen to this, man. That's a, they're, they're right there. In, in, in the Right there, man. They're in the ocean in the Adriatic Sea, and you can see, I mean, they're right sailing through Italy, they're, you can see right there, man, Albania's on the side, you got Bosnia, Serbia, you got, they're just right going right through there, man, they're they're going right through the, by, uh, across from the other side of the Mediterranean Sea, it's, it's beautiful, but they're gonna crash, and so now, when the 14th night had come, as we were driven up and down the Adriatic Sea about midnight, the sailors sensed that they were drawing near some land, Verse 28 says, And he took the soundings, listen to this, and they found it to be 20 fathoms. Now, now, and when they had gone a little farther, they took sounding again, all right, and then they found it to be 15 fathoms. So they're, they're about 120 feet out from the first fathom, and the second one, they're, 50, they're, they're, they're 90 feet, okay? So, verse 29 says, Then fearing, lest we, lest we should run aground on the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern and prayed for day to come and as the sailors were seeking to escape from the ship I mean because they're prisoners <laughs> when they had let down the skiff into the sea under pretense okay of putting out anchors from the prow Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers unless these men stay in the ship you cannot be saved because he knew that that's it man it's going to go then the soldiers cut away the rope of the skiff and let and let it fall off. So basically, man, they're hanging on to their dear life. They're like, we're going to die. I mean, help. You know, it's like, it's crazy what God has to do to get our attention and people complain. 
Well, I lost my job, and they hate me. Who cares, bro? Go, you're going to get another one. You're going to get another one, believer. You're going to get another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. Oh, they don't like me. So what? They didn't like my teeth the other day. Think I can? I care? <laughs> Jesus don't look at your teeth, or how you look. Jesus doesn't look at your hyperness. He looks at your heart, man, the love that you have. Listen, it's about Jesus Christ. It's about obedience, okay? And people are going to be coming at you from all sides in this life. But you got to just rub it off, man, like a duck duck in the water. You ever see those geese? I mean, I had a geese, man. When I, I, I've never seen this geese. I, I went to this farm, man, and this guy was just spraying this goose's belly. And, the, and it was like, dude, there's no water getting on it. And he just had his chest out going, come on, give it to me. And I'm like, looking at this goose, and I'm like, why isn't it getting wet? And the guy's like, it, it just bounces off with his feathers. You think you would think that the, that the bird would just be soaking, dripping wet like a stinking cat in the rain. <laughs> no. <laughs> he bounced it off, man. And that's what we got to do as believers. We got to bounce it off. Because if we don't bounce it off, then we get it, people. It, people get to us, and I've seen this in the church. You know, they go to church and they 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 hear a message and they're like, "Oh, that was that was that hurt." Well, maybe it was for you, bro. <laughs> but then you got people on the side. You know, they're just sowing rotten seeds. They're not. They're not even Christians. Yeah, believe. Oh, they're not. No, listen. Pe- some people go to church just to mess with other believers. But God knows who they are. And so you gotta you gotta be like first Peter. It says in first Peter chapter first Peter chapter uh, one verse twenty-two says, having purifying purified your souls, okay, by your obedience to the truth for a sincere brotherly love, love one another earnestly from the, a pure heart. Wow, that's hard to do. Because the Bible says Straight out, we have to love from a pure heart. Not because Jesus says do it. No, man, we got to love. We have to love because God wants us to love. We have to freely love. Now, Paul was a persecutor, and Paul was a bitter man, and he was a very bitter man. Like some people in the churches, not all of them, but he would persecute and he would persecute, and the, and the thing about Paul is, is I was just like him. I couldn't stand Christians. I couldn't stand the Gentiles. I was upset. Get them away from me. They're, get that happy guy away. He's always happy. <laughs> you know, I was like, wow. But it's because Christ in us, the love of Christ, Ephesians 4, verse 32 says, Be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. It's crazy because believers don't, they don't understand how to forgive. It's always there in their heart. But when we bring it to Jesus, He forgives us. And he, and he buries our sin, the Bible says, in the bottom of the abyss, and He never throws it back in our face. Satan does. Well, why does Satan do that? Because he hates us. He doesn't want us to continue to be about Jesus' business. We're believers and we need to understand that we got to be obedient and be about Jesus Christ's business. Here we have Paul. You know he was preaching to him on the ship. 
You know he was telling them. I mean, the Bible doesn't say, but you know he was telling them. <laughs> hey, you know that court, that court date a couple days ago. <laughs> you know with Felix. You know why they locked me up, right? <laughs> you know they're like, no, not really. I mean, we've heard who you are. You know that he's telling them about Jesus. He's in the boat with them. Paul can't shut up about Jesus. And that's how we got to be. You know, he's telling them. And they're probably like, wow, okay. And they're going to see the miracles now. It's going to happen. Watch. We can't escape God. Believers, listen. I'm going to talk freely now. And we'll read. We'll keep reading. Believe me. We church. We, not, we, well, we church. We do church. But we teach verse by verse. And we go verse by verse, Holy Spirit led. And we, 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 we give the glory to Jesus Christ. But listen to this, man. Here we have Paul. Okay. Paul was, he's a Jew. He was a Yehudi. In Hebrew, Yehudi is Jewish. It means Jewish. But why is he now ordering the centurion and the soldiers around? He, he these are the Romans. He, he's, look at it. Look. Now he's taking control. Listen. Verse 30 says, And the sailors were seeking to escape from the ship when they had let down the skiff into the sea under pretense of putting out anchors from the prow. But Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, Unless these men stay in the ship, you cannot be saved. Then the soldiers cut away the ropes of the skiff and let it fall off. They're listening to Paul now because Christ in him is ordering around ordering people for his glory look at how it works and verse 33 says and as the day was about to dawn here we go paul implored them all to take food saying today is the 14th day and you and you listen you have waited and continued without food and eaten nothing because they're probably too scared from the shit pounding all around i mean i'd be scared too especially in chains now i, I wouldn't want to drown i mean come on Verse 34 says, Therefore I urge you to take nourishment. He's telling them, Nourish up, man. You're going to go on a journey. What do you think the nourishment is? It's the Word of God. Believers, feed yourself with the nourishment of God's Word. In the beginning was the Word. First John, listen. So many people, always they always hit me up. Pastor Yossi, hey Yossi. Yossi, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? Did you pray about it? No. Then don't don't talk to me. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Um, they put on this, whatever it may be, but they don't pray about it. We need to pray. Believers, we need to pray and we need to read. What does the Word of God say about our situation? Paul is saying, get your nourishment. For this is for your survival. The Word of God is for your survival. The Bible is your survival guide. If people read it, they wouldn't be so paranoid. Hey, he's coming out to get me. Listen, since not a hair will fall from the head of any of you, now he's telling them because they know he's anointed by God. They know he's anointed by the Holy Spirit. And when he had said, no hair is going to be hurt on you, these, these things, he took bread and gave thanks to God. Wow. He broke the bread. Listen to this, man. Luke chapter 22, verse uh, 19, it says, And he took bread, gave thanks, and he broke it. He didn't throw it on the ground. Listen, he broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body. Listen, given for you, do this in remembrance of me. 
Paul's saying, look, our father gave us this bread. And they thanks God in the, in the presence of them all. And when he had broken it, he began to eat. Then, listen to this, they were all encouraged. Listen. They were encouraged and they also took food themselves. And in all, we were, two, there, we were 226 people on the ship. Wow. This is radical, man. And I am so excited because Jesus loves you. He died for us on the cross for our sins. The only way out is through His blood. No other way, Jesus said. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through Jesus Christ. Baruch Hashem, Yeshua HaMashiach. Amazing. Wow, I'm excited because I have, I have a, I am seated, the Bible says in Ephesians, with Christ. We're seated. We don't got to worry. Here they are on a ship. It just fell apart. Now they're going to go to the island of Malta. And Paul is just chilled out, man. He's like, now it's time to break the bread. He's reacting Jesus. He's reacting our Father. He's saying, look, we don't got to worry. We have the bread of life. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. It's amazing. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again, but whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. I am the bread of life. That's, it's many of one of the I am statements that Jesus spoke in the Gospel of John. Jesus says, I am the way. And Paul was breaking it down and encouraged him. And they were encouraged. He's almost, it's like he's trying to disciple them. And, 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 and get out there and, and plug people in. He's discipling them. He's not only is he telling them, hey man, this is what's going on, but he's discipling them, breaking them in, showing them what it means to be a believer, what it means to love one another, what it means to uh, show God's love. And, and, and this is what it's about, believers. It's about showing God's love, even though you don't want to. I mean, it's simple. First John says that little children, chapter 3, 18, let us not love in word, or talk, but indeed in truth. He's teaching them. I mean, this is what he was teaching them while they're eating the bread. I really believe it. I believe Paul was breaking it down like Jesus was breaking it down to the disciples. He's got 276 guys there. And he's teaching them. He's telling them, I love you guys. Listen, we're going to be all right. There's a man named Jesus Christ. He came. He died. He rose again. And all you got to do is believe and receive. And Jesus said, take this bread and eat it in remembrance of me. He's telling them about the love of Christ. And these guys are probably going, wow. I mean, this is a radical. The book of Acts is radical, man. And God's working miracles. Listen to this, man. I'm, I'm excited, man. You know, you know, you know it's, it's verse 36 says, Then they were all encouraged, and they also took food themselves. And then all were, were 276 people on the ship. So when they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship and threw out the wheat into the sea. And there's where it happens, man. Here's where it happens. And when it was day, they did not recognize the land, but they observed the bay with, with a beach. On, on to so 
which they had planned to run the ship if possible. And they let go of the anchors and, and, and left them in the sea, meanwhile losing the rudder ropes, and they hoisted the mainsail to the wind and made for shore, but striking a place where, where two seas met. Now listen to this. They ran the ship aground to prow struck fast and remained immovable. But the stern was being broken up by the violence of the waves. They were getting pounded. Boom! Bam! It was crazy. And the soldiers, they were like, you know what? We're just going to kill the prisoners. <laughs> we're not going to die because if they found them alive, they'd be responsible for, for the escape of the prisoners. <laughs> the correctional officers were like, oh, just kill them. You know, it's like, wow, these guys are going to die no matter what they're thinking. And verse 42 says, and the soldiers' plans was to kill the prisoners. Lest any of them should swim away and escape. But the centurion wanted wanting to save Paul kept from their purpose and commanded that those who could swim should jump overboard first and get to land. And the rest, some on board boards and some on parts of the ship. And so it was that they escaped safely to the land. Now, here's the deal, man. God has got them on the land. God's getting them there. They went through... Haifa, I say Haifa instead of hell now. They went through Haifa to get to this island. But really, God was trying to get to them. Radical man. Malta was part of the Roman province of Sicily and was located about 60 miles south of the island near uh, the toe of Italy. And so, they're going to Malta, man. On verse chapter 28, it says, Now when they had escaped they found out that the island was called Malta and the natives showed us an unusual kindness for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome <laughs> oh watch this this is the best part of it I'm excited because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold but when Paul gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire a viper came out and because of the heat and fastened out his hand uh so when the natives saw that the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, This guy's crazy. No, it doesn't say that. They said, No doubt this man is a murderer whom, though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow to live. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. Listen. Listen, man. They were expecting that he would swell up they, and, and, they, and, and or suddenly fall down and die. But... But after they had looked for a long time and saw no harm come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a God. Listen. Listen to this. Believers. Believers. This is crazy. Because this is God's miracle. And it's so funny because today you see weird pastors on YouTube and on TV holding snakes. And they're, this is why you got snake holders. And they're taking this viper and they're Hillbillies, excuse me guys, if you're listening to this, I don't mean to call you hillbillies. You guys know it and I know it. I'm a Jew made new, I'm sorry. I don't know what to call y'all. I mean, okay, whatever you call yourselves, you know holding snakes are dangerous. <laughs> and I personally wouldn't even go near a snake. <laughs> I don't know how they do it, but you see these weirdos on TV and they're, they're, they're chucking these snakes, honk, 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 and they, they get bit, and their arms swell up. And they're doing this prayer on them, and it's like, dude, are we in America? Because in Israel, that wouldn't happen. 
they they would they would they would be laughing like what what's this guy doing man is he on drugs they commit him they'd have the cops there i mean this is crazy the the israeli divorce fence would be laughing i mean this is mashugana in hebrew i don't believe people still do this but if you turn on youtube there's snake charmers that do it and they claim that jesus christ healed them because of this verse and i think it's absolute nuts <laughs> oh my lord this happened one time so that god can show the island of malta that jesus christ is real that you shall have no other gods but jesus christ period god showed his power one time on this issue this was a one-time miracle and thank god for doctors today they thought he was god listen it's 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 crazy because god has a plan for every one of us we need to say look i want to i want to receive your plan god jesus christ is god i want to receive the lord and i want you to show me god wants to show you he's got a big plan for you look your island is coming everybody has an island and everybody is on a ship i've been on ships i've been on islands i've been on islands that i don't want to be on <laughs> believe me <laughs> i've been on ships that i never wanted to be on that god put me on but i made the best of it and when i made the best of it god said look you're obedient and that's what it's about listen believers jesus christ loves you we're going to stop here today i'm out of time and you know what um well, you're not led by the Holy Spirit if you're out of time because the Spirit would keep going. I've heard those ones too. No, I'm out of time because I have a time lotted for some other, other stuff. Jesus Christ paid the price for you and me to be in paradise. That's all there is to it. And until every nation understands this, it, Christ, I believe, will be more happier if they receive Jesus Christ. This is what I'm saying. Father, we come before you. We thank you for these listeners, Lord. We thank you for the church. We thank you for your end times message. We take. We thank you for uh, all the pastors out there that are doing your work, Father, on their own islands. And, and Lord, I just lift up the believers today that are listening on this podcast. I, I pray that you bless them. I pray that you show them, Father, their destiny and their plan and their life. Because it's all about you, Jesus. There's no room for us. We thank you for this, Father. We ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. God bless you guys. And listen, next week, man, we're going to leave off with a cold of God. <laughs> because that's chapter 28. And we're going to finish chapter 28. And we're going to move on to a new book, man. God bless you guys. And, and listen, Growing in His Word was sponsored by... Uh, Jesus and led by the Holy Spirit and may the Lord bless you guys and keep you and uh, let his face shine upon you. God bless you guys.